Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to another episode of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this Xbox podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's Xbox gaming news, and we all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on podcast services around the world, so please subscribe on your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. Out this week, Mustache Amigos, Lost Orbit Terminal Velocity, Exception, Initial 2 New Stage, Growtopia, Etherborn, and Welcome to Hanwell. Now, onto last week's biggest news stories, and there's nine to cover. Number one, Microsoft Patent reveals detachable Joy-Con style controllers. Matt Perslow at IGN reports, a new patent filed by Microsoft details a new design for removable game controllers that could function akin to Nintendo's Joy-Con controllers. As reported by Windows Latest, the patent was filed by Microsoft in 2017, but has only just been published by the US Patent and Trademark Office. The patent itself is for a charging device, but the removable input modules the device charges are controllers that can be attached to a touchscreen mobile device. Illustrations in the patent show the basic structure of a traditional Xbox controller that can be split into two halves. When in the charging device, they appear more like a traditional controller, akin to how Joy-Cons look when docked in the controller peripheral. The modules are designed to be attached to handheld devices in a way that prevents obscuring too much of the screen. The images show what appears to be two modules clamped to the bezels of a tablet, creating a switch-like setup. The patent describes that the controller modules can be removed when the user has finished playing, and then reattached when they want to resume play. The patent notes that the controller could be attached to the same or different touchscreen device, suggesting that the controllers are not designed for exclusive use on a single system. Patents come and go from these companies all the time with technologies and products that the world never sees. I hope this one is true though and Microsoft finds a way to pair xCloud with these controllers and our phones and tablets. Xbox would then almost have a portable console akin to the Nintendo Switch and it would entice me way more to play xCloud on my phone in bed. One could dream, right? Number 2. July 2019 Xbox Update delivers new features for Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Skill for Alexa. Harrison Hoffman at Xbox Wire announces, This update includes a new way to interact with Xbox Game Pass, additional countries for the Xbox Skill for Alexa, and new Xbox Skill for Alexa voice commands. The new features for Xbox Game Pass is Play Later. Play Later enables you to make a list of games from the Xbox Game Pass catalog for you to come back to on your own time, making it even easier to find your next game. Manage your collection from the Xbox console or the Game Pass mobile app and download Download your games when you're ready. Last fall, Xbox expanded voice control support by introducing the Xbox skill for Alexa, which enables you to navigate and interact with Xbox One using voice commands through your Alexa-enabled devices. Now they're adding more supported countries and new Alexa voice commands to see what's happening on Xbox Game Pass and check in with your Xbox Live friends. More options and accessibility for gamers are the way Xbox continues to shine. Number 3. Gears of War 5 cuts all references to smoking and tobacco. Andy Chalk at PC Gamer writes, The upcoming Gears of War 5 will feature blood, guts, guns, explosions, guns, ugly aliens, scrawling men and women, guns, gunfire, guns, guns with chainsaws and guns. What will not have, however, is tobacco products. Anti-smoking organization Truth Initiative approached E-League about making Gears 5 smoke-free, according to a Variety report, which in turn worked with Microsoft and the Coalition to remove all references to smoking from the game. Quote, I've seen firsthand the devastating impact of smoking, the Coalition studio head Rod Ferguson said in a statement. It's always been important for me to not use smoking as an air to device, which is why we made the conscious choice to avoid highlighting or glorifying smoking in Gears 5 and throughout the Gears of War universe moving forward. A story you may not expect to see or hear, but one that I think is for the better. Good job, The Coalition. Number 4. Call of Duty Modern Warfare's new 2v2 mode is an antidote to Battle Royale fatigue. 
Michael McWhorter at Polygon notes, last year's Call of Duty chased the success of PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds and Fortnite with its Blackout Battle Royale mode. This year's entry, the rebooted Call of Duty Modern Warfare, is seeking thrills on a smaller scale with a new mode called Gunfight, a 2 vs 2 enjoyable fast multiplayer mode that offers intense thrills. Officially revealed on Thursday, and Michael played it back in May, saying he loved it, Gunfight pits two teams of two against each other in small maps. Players are armed with weapons and equipment selected by the game mode, and mirrored loadouts change from round to round. Teams have 40 seconds to find and eliminate their opponents, and if no one is killed within that time frame, an overtime flag will spawn. Defend the flag for 3 seconds and you'll score a point, or eliminate the other team and score a point. The first team to score 6 points wins the game. It's a perfect drop-in drop-out game mode. Players don't need to worry about selecting loadouts or managing their creative class. They can just pop into a quick game with their friends and get some shooting in. Rounds move quickly and there's not auto-regenerating health, so players need to be cautious, communicative, and aggressive. Infinity Ward has confirmed 3 maps for gunfight so far. King, set inside a warehouse. Pine, a dense forest location with a few man-made structures. And Stack, a container yard set in a desert. Modern Warfare 2, specifically the multiplayer, is one of my favorite games of all time. The announcement of this mode it continues to fuel my hype for the game. October 25th cannot come soon enough. Number 5. Playdead's been hiding images of its next game in job listings. Vicky Blake at Eurogamer writes, The studio behind wacky puzzle platformers Inside and Limbo, Playdead, has been secreting screenshots of its next project within its job posting advertisements. While it may seem as though Playdead hasn't shared anything concrete beyond a solitary image shared on Twitter way back at the beginning of January 2017, and then one more in March 2018, turns out we might just have been looking in the wrong place. A number of screens from a game that we know don't come from either of Playdead's prior releases have been included in some online job listings. And while some were clocked by Reset Era a few months back, a couple more have popped in since then. If you're fans of Playdead, I encourage you to check out this article to see the images for yourself. It appears they're going in a more outside, into the world art direction, which excites me as it will differentiate itself from their previous two fantastic games. Number 6. The Division 2 free update brings new missions and a new mode called Expeditions. Austin Goslin at Polygon reports, One of the biggest parts of the roadmap for the Division 2's updates is its episodic content that Ubisoft promised from the beginning. After a few updates, including a new specialization and the game's first raid, the developer has finally revealed the first part of Year 1's free content, Episode 1, DC Outskirts Expedition. Episode 1 will be released on July 23rd for players that bought the Division 2's Year 1 Pass, and on July 30th for all players. The biggest new feature coming with Episode 1 is the new Expedition mode. This is an entirely different type of activity from anything that's in the game now. Expeditions will take place in specific areas that are split into different wings. Each wing will have a specific theme and various enemies to fight through, but be released week by week. When players complete all three wings, they'll gain access to the Expedition's treasure room. The first expedition, which will be part of the Episode 1, will take place in Kenley College where players will look for some lost military supplies. Episode 1 will also feature two new missions for the Division 2, Camp White Oak and Manning National Zoo. Both missions will tie directly into the story of the game's main campaign and continue to follow the Division agents as they try to take back DC and deal with the new threat that was revealed at the end of the game. Episode 1 will also give players a new difficulty to complete the game's first raid on called Discovery. This mode will include match making a long requested feature and be slightly easier, in hopes of allowing more players to complete the raid if they want to. The patch will also make a few smaller additions to new weapons and armor, including a new exotic of each. Finally, this update will also add in a few balancing changes to the game, though we'll have to wait for the release to know what those changes might look like. I personally could not get into The Division 1. The combat and gameplay just did not do it for me. With all that amazing pre-release trailers and first gameplay looks of the first game, The Division 1 actually goes down as one of, if not the most disappointing times I've ever felt with a game. But for those enjoying The Division 2, more free content to play with. Number 7. Batman Arkham Collection Leaks on Amazon reveals release date and cover art for Rocksteady's Special Edition Trilogy. 
Ashley. Alex of Arda Games Radar notes, Thanks to the ever most reliable of video game leaks, Amazon, we now know that the Batman Arkham Collection is real and it's coming out a lot sooner than you might think. This isn't to be confused with 2016's Batman Return to Arkham, which included remastered versions of Batman Arkham Asylum and Batman Arkham City. The Arkham Collection features both of these titles and the Game of the Year edition for 2015's Batman Arkham Knight, which includes all post-DLC and Earth 2 Dark Knight skin for the Cape Crusader. Oh, and if that weren't already enough, the retail version also comes all wrapped up in a special steelbook case. Part of the leak, this collection appears to be coming out on September 6th. It's very puzzling to now almost release two collections of the series on this generation of consoles, but at least you get all three games now for those who haven't played. I bought the Return to Arkham collection and haven't played those games, and that might be at the top of my backlog shame pile. Number 8, Psychonauts 2 Delayed to 2020. Sam Kirk at True Achievements writes, It looks like 2020's list of hyped releases is continuing to grow, while the tail end of 2019 gets more barren by the day. The latest 2019 casualty is Psychonauts 2, with developers Double Fine pushing the release to next year. In a fig blog post, Double Fine didn't provide much of a reason beyond wanting to make the game as good as possible, which seems like reason enough. The studio was only recently bought out by Xbox Game Studios, so it makes sense that the shift might have thrown off the production schedule. It might even be that the extra investment and time will push the game beyond its original limitations. Besides anticipated Psychonauts players who are now disappointed with the delay, those excited to see what Double Fine does next with now Xbox exclusivity will also have to wait much longer. Number 9, and an oddball story for our show, but coming to you in full color and signed sound, The Cuphead Show. Chad Moldenhauer, co-director of Studio MDHR, announces on Xbox Wire. Quote, Hi everyone, Chad Moldenhauer from Studio MDHR coming to you with an announcement so surreal I can honestly say I never thought I'd be making it. Cuphead will be coming to life as an original Netflix series, The Cuphead Show, inspired by the same 1930s animated classics that captured Jared and my imagination growing up, with a modern twist all its own. This show will follow the many misadventures of Cuphead, Mugman, and the other residents of the wondrous Inkwell Isles. We're beyond thrilled that the show will be in the talented team at Netflix Animation as they reimagine our little animated adventure for an entirely new audience. For those of you who also love Cuphead like myself, I wanted to include this more entertainment news story as I want to highlight the beautiful brand that is Cuphead. Go play and check it out. As always, before we end the show, we all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together, and this week's is about the Xbox One. When the Xbox One was released on November 22nd, 2013, one million consoles were sold within the first day. I myself was waiting outside of a Best Buy all night until they opened the doors where I got my day one edition, and I also picked up Call of Duty Ghosts, Dead Rising 3, Rise, Son of Rome, and Battlefield 4, spending so much money, but well worth it, as I love Xbox. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. Unfortunately, this week, I haven't had any time to play video games. I've been working the night shift at my job, but I'm excited to start next week on Halo 4. My name is Brandon Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. I hope you all have a great week and keep on gaming.